You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, all you cyber cats, kittens, canines, and critters under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you from the greatest city in the world, New York City, of course, with another installment of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. And as you know, every third week of the month, we turn into Victoria. The City Pound! (laughs) And you're in the pound now with The Choke. Uh, the choke. Actually, you heard a little. <laughs> actually, you heard a little bit about the choke from our interview last with Tony Barber, who who spoke very, very highly of all of them. Uh, they are a what Josh told me a, a punk and roll band uh, for about the past three years, right here from New York, and uh, they're going to be talking to us about some of their projects. Just got off making some videos and and stuff, and uh, some of the things they do for animals. So, here we go. Victoria, you want to start? Well, this is a band that uh, I I have seen a great number of times. Now, I've seen a lot of bands over the years, and uh, some of them bore me, some of them excite me. And this is a band that uh, I can say truly, truly excites me, not only with their music, but with their stage presence. And I'd like everybody to introduce themselves. Here's the choke, and our first member is... Hi, I'm Knuckles. I play the bass. Hi, Johnny Napalm. I play drums. I'm Hot Death. I play guitar. I'm Cameron Eve. I sing. <laughs> and, and make a very good, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Charlize Theron impression, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, if you ever want to see uh, me uh, portray Charlize Theron as monster, you can come meet me in the bathroom at a gig, and I'll do <laughs> I'll do a bathroom imitation. That, that was pretty impressive. Thank so, you. So, what have you guys been doing nowadays? You've been very busy, from what I understand. Yeah, we've been making some videos um, for songs uh, from the upcoming album. We're we're making videos. It's fun. <laughs> so, Johnny, tell me, you've just put out an album, or you just made an album. Tell me about. Who produced that album? What's the feel of the album? And uh, tell me, what what are you doing as far as making these videos for the album? Okay, well, um, first, who produced it? Um, Tony Barber, who uh, was a guest here last time, last month, of course. He works and at the chip shop, right? He works, <laughs> at a, he works at a chip shop in England. When he's not doing that, he's played with a number of bands, the Buzzcocks, the Creation, the, uh, the Chelsea. Um, he's going on tour with Chelsea and uh, uh, on tour with Stiff Little Fingers in, in a month here, and 
Um, just a great producer who's done a lot of great stuff for us. And uh, what was the other question? Well, I, I understand that there's there's some sort of plan here for the videos or the songs that you have on the record it's, and videos to go with them. Yes. Uh, well, the, the idea is to release a bunch of videos for a bunch of the songs online to uh, kind of promote the album in advance before we release it and kind of hype it. And uh, we're, uh, we're going to start releasing um, our, our first couple videos here in the next couple weeks. And then we have a third one that's already been shot and is on the way. Now, Tony told us an interesting story about how you approached him and uh, <laughs> the actual music that was on the the uh, the uh, the CD that you gave him. I hear there's a little. Wait, 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 wait. Let's hear what his version yeah. is. Okay. okay. What, what was your version of how you met Tony and how you got your CD into his hands? Well, I, I originally met Tony. I was working with another band. Um, but that's unimportant. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, uh, I met Tony through that, and then um, I just kept pestering him. You know, I said, I said, you know, it'd be great if you worked with this new band that I'm, I'm putting together because it's uh, it's so much better. And um, and so then Eric and I were writing songs, and we we made some demos of the songs, and um, and we gave Tony the demo, and and he for some reason liked it. it I didn't think it sounded very good, but. <laughs> But, uh, what, uh, what well, did it sound like? Yeah, what did it sound like? Because I hear okay, that, that, that... This is what we're looking for. Because didn't you make like? it before you met me? Yeah. What, what did it well, sound like? There's a girl in the band. We, we knew we wanted a girl. We knew we wanted a girl to sing the song, so Johnny sung the songs in his fantastic voice. Right. But it, it sounded like... Higher, it was all set It was just a badly recorded uh, CD with drum machine... Eric playing guitar and me singing like a girl. Keyboard bass. Me pretending. Keyboard bass. Yeah, it was yeah. No, because we thought there was even some disputes. You know, at first listening to it, I won't say which half said which, but remember. Oh, we know. Andrew said, "Oh, that sounds great," and the other one said, "That sounds awful." That's because it did sound awful, but 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 the thing is, is Tony has a, a great ear for songwriting, and and he he was he can no matter how awful of a of a demo you give him, as long as the song is in there somewhere, he has the ability to hear it and understand that if you if you uh, work with that band, that you can make it into a good you know you can make a good recording out of it, which is what he's done. He's done a great job on our full length album which which we haven't put out yet but it's coming out soon. Yeah, it's just testament to the fact that, you know, Tony's the kind of person that you can you, you hear something he like yeah, testament. Uh anyway that he's the kind of person that, that will the more stripped down something is, no matter what, you can't it's gonna it he can see he has a vision for it and he can tell where it's gonna go. Yeah. So you can give him a lot of smoke and mirrors and if it's crap it's crap, basically. Now, Cameron, you have an interesting story about how you came into the band, too, correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to tell yeah. it? Sure. <laughs> girl? Girl, let me tell you, girl. <laughs> it, was, it, was a rough, it was a rough time in my life. I was working in a basement bar, mm -hmm. like a dive bar. You go down the stairs and dive into it. <laughs> That's how they got, but... Um, Lots of dudes with the popped collars and... Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> a lot of methadone clinic... Uh, Mullets and... Yeah, and like, uh, you know, people thought pitchers of beer were iced tea, so they were just drinking it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, this cat, Johnny Napalm, kept coming in every now and then and asking me to come see the, his band, this other band. And then uh, we would talk about music a bunch. And uh, we'd start talking about stuff, and we had a lot of very similar interests. And uh, I just sort of I said to him, hey, if you ever hear of a band sometime, looking for a girl singer, I want to do that. Because uh, at the time, I was doing other stuff that wasn't music-related. And so anyway, I was performing. But what do you mean? What I was, was it? I, was, <laughs> I hate to say it. You say it. Bartending. Waitressing. 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 Okay. <laughs> Customer service. I thought it was something else. I don't know. Waitressing doesn't seem that bad. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Um, anyway, so I just I, I asked. I threw it out there. And then, like, I didn't hear from... I don't know. Then I went and saw him at a gig once, and then like six months later, a girl calls me. I'm like, I'm at my, I don't know what I'm doing, and I, a girl calls me from work, and she goes, ah, oh, this guy keeps calling the bar. He says he knows you, and he wants you to come and uh, talk to him and audition for his band. And I was like, okay, and I couldn't, I didn't really know what to expect or anything. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Johnny gave me the the infamous demo. 
with the two of them singing. <laughs> and I got to tell you, the first, uh, it was uh, Love Me Tomorrow. Like, I got, I heard them on there, and I was like, I heard Love Me Tomorrow, and I was like, I want to be in this band. That was it for me. Like, I heard this crazy, I was like, but there's something about it that's going, it's got a rock and beat. It's, I can hear it open up, like, even with them. And then uh, uh, I worked my ass off to make sure that they would want me in the band. something your music is really listenable i mean i grew up in the dc <laughs> yeah but you know i mean <laughs> what i mean is that okay when you when you hear the word punk a lot of times you think of oh, oh you think of like word. hardcore I you think of like word. remember our, our punk island experience oh, oh god. God. Okay. So we're not talking about that. yeah all right let's well, i didn't hear about that uh, well all right i don't want to bad mouth anybody or any event or whatever but let's just say there are a couple different kinds of punk there's punk that is all energy and it's negative energy sometimes yeah. you know and then there's like stuff you can listen to it's more of an attitude it's a feeling it's a good vibe. I mean, your stuff is stuff that you can listen to. You can put it on and you can sing to it, you know? It's melodic. Yeah, exactly. It's melodic. It has hooks. It's catchy. You remember it when you walk away. Exactly. When Open I, like their dolls. And, you know, it's just like any good music. Any good music. And when you gave me your finished um, album and I listened to it, I listened to Picture like three times over and over and over again because it was so good and well produced. But what do you listen to when when you're not doing your own thing. What are your influences? You speak. <laughs> I have many influences. Um, <laughs> you know, I was playing... I, I, I like the Velvet Underground a lot. I like New York yeah. bands of old, you know. But um, I'd gone to a lot of shows, and uh, I've been in some bands, and I wasn't really, never really in a band that I could really be as uh, hard and lively as I wanted to be in a band. And then when these guys played me the original demo and stuff, 
you know, there were some good songs where I saw a lot of my influences being able to be used in it, and I could uh, channel that. And so, like, I could be a Captain Sensible well. type guy. Right. I could be a little John Cale. I could be all this stuff, and that's what I was saw in the, kind of the songs. Even though the songs were good, but it wasn't just about bass. But I could be good in it. Mm-hmm. So, I Where'd liked some of that stuff. The Damned, the yeah. Underground, uh, yeah. Where do those killer Both riffs songs. come from? <laughs> Josh has mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously, you can pick it out in this album. You can pick out everybody's, you know, everybody's instruments. Uh, yeah. Blues Magoos. And my dad, I'll give him my, my father a shout out because he wrote it for a New York band called the Blues Magoos in the oh, 60s. Oh, yeah. Okay. We ain't got nothing yet. Mm-hmm. And it was a killer bass line. It is a killer bass line. Um, and, yeah, I don't, I just like melodic bass lines as well. I like things that drive the song melodically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's what I look for. Yeah. Um, I, um, I really like uh, that uh, late 70s recordings from Cheap Trick, the early Cheap Trick stuff. Yeah. And even though the choke doesn't really sound too much like Cheap Trick at all, but I always admired that band's ability, at least in their early records, the first few records, to, to kind of take the best parts of... Uh, like uh, kind of 70s rock and uh, 60s, they kind of have a 60s kind of uh, feel um, and even a 50s kind of feel in some of their stuff. Um, and, and just the ability of that band to, to take the best styles of, of, of different eras of rock and roll and, and blend them in, in together in their songwriting. And so that was, that was the goal for me when I started putting this band together with Eric. Um, was to try to have a the whole idea was to have a band that wouldn't be limited in its songwriting so that you could draw from punk so that you could draw from glam power pop motown soul you know any any uh period of rock and roll that you wanted to so that there wouldn't be any limitations on the songwriting that was the that was the goal from the beginning yeah most bands you see are most bands you see are you know they'll they stick to one thing i mean you know the ramones did it you went and saw the ramones you know you know what the next Ramones record's gonna sound like. You know what the next Motorhead record's gonna sound like. It's not gonna really change. I mean, I like those bands and they're all fine and I definitely listen to them, but not ad nauseum. So, like, why not make a band that you get to do everything you like? You know, hey, I like Furry Lewis, I like Burke Bacharach, I like, you know, ABBA. You know, like, there's no reason not to like that stuff. It's there is no reason not to like ABBA. <laughs> no. Man, yeah. Who doesn't like ABBA? Uh, seriously. unbelievable. Now, one of the things we talk a lot about is, um, you know, punk is, is not just a musical movement for many people, but also um, a lot of social expression as well. Um, yet one of the debates is if you put too much social expression into your music, sometimes the music can suffer for that. Do you, do you guys feel that there could be a happy medium with, with that? Well, I mean, pretty much, uh, we've, we've definitely, look, you don't have to wear an anarchy symbol to be an anarchist. It's kind of what we were talking about with, like, the punk island people, you know, the oi people. There's, there's a mentality of, uh, you know, like, I have to have safety pins in my face in order to show that I am, you know, socially, you know, uh, present or something. Um, we're not a political, you know, we don't write songs about politics. <laughs> you know, these guys have made it very clear that, you know, music is the social expression. The movement is that we are, we're all misfits. And we're misfits that want to exist and do what we do. And in order to do that, we have to be in, a, in an environment that we can do it. Um, I'm going to go further. Knuckles, looking at you. I mean, you know, look at what kind of show we're on right now. Um, it's like we try to treat we're different from other bands the choke actually treats people with respect um, we are fans of music we uh, you know we are pro causes you know I'm a vegetarian uh, babe just smiled <laughs> we're all That's into my dog. we're That's all in animals we're all into animals we're all into supporting um, you know it's about not being <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. There you go. Uh, Did I say it? Yeah, that's okay. I mean, I know how death has. I know how death has a, a definite opinion about the songwriting. Well, and I think social that, I think that issues. like you know that term punk is is just a terrible, terrible term. It's like it's it's just the most soulless 
ruining of a, of a really cool musical expression that I think is like energetic. And I mean, I think the only part of punk that I would say is part of our show is if you come see it, because we want to push it in your face. We're not going to sit back there and, you know, look bored. Let, look bored or have you look bored or be musical wallpaper. We want to, we want you to pay attention, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's elements of punk and, 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 uh, I mean, there's elements of like, you know, some of the early punk that we really like, but it's not really a, a punk band. It's like, it's like we said at the beginning, kind of a punk and roll because it, it kind of, like I said, it if, follows if, that straightforward path. If of you call it rock, right? If you call it punk, then you're already limiting yourself to a certain style, and then and then when you go to write a song and you want to do the, you want the song to do a certain thing, if you're a, a real punk band, you say like, well, no, guys, we can't do that because that wouldn't be punk, and then you just so then you just have to write a crappy song again so that you can be punk instead of you know the whole idea of this band is not limiting yourself to a certain genre or or anything like that so that you can do whatever you want in the songwriting so that the songs can go where they need to go to express ourselves the way that we need to. And that expression isn't really a political or social expression. It's kind of more of a, uh, just a feeling. Um, um, I, I don't yeah, really the song, know. The songs give you a feeling. You, yeah. you infer what you want to. That's every great song. Right. Well, I think the attitude uh, is more genuine than a lot of bands, though. I mean... Uh, I I brought this up on the last show. I remember going to to see you guys and Cameron. You know, you do your thing. You'd flail flail around, and I remember you spitting into the crowd. And one person was so freaking offended by it. And it's like, yo, have you ever been to a you know? Have you ever been to a show? I mean, a real show. It's like. You know, what's up with that? That's the way it was when I was, you know, going to shows when I was like 14 and 15, and it's all gone. It's like it, there's a real straight sort of. This uh, is the show. Yes, this is it. We're going to stand we're here. We're going to look freaking bored, you know. And when they get a little attitude thrown at them, they're scared. When we went to uh, when we went to England for the first time, Tony brought us uh, had suggested that we go over there and do five shows with no media, nothing. We just we just come we in. Played like six shows in general. Play six shows and no, leave. We played six shows in total before we went. <laughs> right. We had oh, right. We had been a band for like wow. been playing out for like two months. Um, again, this is like uh, this is definitely kudos to Mr. Barber because uh, you know he saw something that was like gen- I think honed into that that energy. You know that's like you can't really you can't fabricate that energy so anyway he said let's go to let's go to england we were like sure we played you know six shows and go over there and i you know i don't know what to expect other than uh i had no idea and uh i remember like spitting and someone goes don't do that that's just that's just or something or that's just rude or girls don't do that and i was like I'm in England. I know. Like I was like, aren't I supposed to? You're supposed to spit. No, spit back. Isn't that where yeah. the I was like, from? I'm like, I'm like, come on, spit back at me. And uh, but for the rec. Oh yeah. Then when we went on that other tour with that other band. Yeah. Um, uh, the girl. There's a woman who she used said to don't spit. Yeah. She no. She she said. I now I know what by your third show I knew to duck. <laughs> and I thought that was well, she didn't mind it.
Wow, I, I gotta tell you, it is so fun to sit with the choke, uh, especially such for talented and energetic people letting us know how they began and what's in store for them soon. We'll be right back to talk to them some more. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? So you're not like you're, it's not like you're spitting like like in some sort of like hardcore punk, like, oh, let's spit at the crowd. No, I'm like, not you're spitting because, you know? like, you know, we're performing the show and it's really difficult to sing songs in a row. You know? <laughs> oh, speaking like, of that, thank you. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, like, I got, I got, I have in my mouth. Like, yeah. that's what it's. Yeah. You're, you're yeah, I have, yeah, speaking of that, you, I want to talk about no space in between songs. Whose idea was that? There's like no time in between songs. You go from you one play line. Yeah, there's like... That was the Ramones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like your shows are um 25 minutes long. <laughs> wow, that is but they keep me entertained. I mean, there's no talking. Like, thank you all for coming. You know, you've been a great audience. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, pop, pop, pop. I think it's a good format because it just it addresses the way people just want to stand there. Yeah. And so... They either have to make a decision whether they're going to stand there and like take it all in, or because they're going to be affected by each thing, you know. And they're going to have to either take it all or nothing, you know. And leave for about about an hour before this interview, I I had a conversation with Eric on the phone, hot death, and we said, you know what, what we shouldn't do in this interview is we shouldn't trash talk any other bands because that's just a bad. And then people aren't thinking, people are just thinking you're just trying to trash talk bands. You're not focusing on the music, but you know the thing is. The reason we stopped. The reason we stopped. The reason we stopped. The reason we. The reason we stopped. Um, the reason we started. Um, you know, not doing space between songs is, and I, I'm not going to name names, but Eric and I, we went to see bands for like two years in a row before we started the band, and we would just see bands in New York, and, and I'm not. I don't even remember their names, so I'm not going to name names, but they would just between songs say. Okay, guys, thanks for coming out. Um, for anyone who wants to sign our email list and just go on and on about stuff you just couldn't care. I'm to see you tune your guitar, buddy. Right. You know, I mean, like, I love that. These bands that play one song and then the guitar player, like, tune up. And you won't even have that pedal. They're like, so you can't hear it. So you actually have to hear them, like, dinking around there. And I'm thinking, like, my guitar is kind of sh- but it stays in tune for the 20 minutes and we wail on that thing, you know? It's fine, like, close enough for rock and roll, damn it. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit on that, though, because, I mean, isn't, isn't part of the reason why people go to a live show as opposed to listen to their 
you know, a story, which is great. Mm -hmm. But to see all that, to see, you know, the tuning and the interaction. and I mean, I know, Oh, you definitely got interaction. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. Come see us play. Okay. You know, because here's the deal. Like, you, in a night when we play, there's, people don't, if you're bored, you're bored. I don't care. You know what? It doesn't even matter. Everybody can play song to song. Go for it. But a lot of bands can't because you need an amazing drummer that can just go and the band and we all are on point. You know, we're like right there. So that's our that's our package. Now you can some other band that play like uh, I don't know. I've that, seen bands stop and be cool. No, right. I can. I've seen bands that play do what we do and still be boring. So the challenge is that actually, you know, it isn't just like, oh, there's no space between songs, you're going to be interested. The truth is that our stuff is a smoking good set, and that works. Yeah, we play for the show. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to see Eric Clampton, like, you know, change his amp. <laughs> <laughs> Come you out know. with a new guitar. You know, to go on. I'll use my you know. acoustic uh, yeah. blowhole. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we stop between songs, that's just going to put... Cameron in a position to have to tell really, really dirty jokes to the audience. <laughs> oh, that's why we started doing that's it. Why we oh, well, she's that dirty. They're terrible. Yeah, no, that's why we yeah, did you're it. you're the worst, worst joke teller. Yeah. Or, or do your impressions. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to avoid her talking. Look at the Charlize Theron section <laughs> of the show. Uh, my, new, my new thing I'm going to talk about is that um, I think that the gap needs to stop reinventing bad because right now they're reinventing the cardigan. Okay. Uh, who does that? Like, what's that about? I don't know. That's a good and question. Just along those lines of being good entertainers, uh, Victoria tells me that you guys, just by virtue of the fact of being dynamic entertainers, you've been able to loan your talents to things such as Gimme Shelter, right? That's, uh, yeah. 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 And you know what? They were, there were only a few bands written up in like uh, the MTV uh, reviews and Spin. Spin took a nice picture yeah. of the camera in there. Yeah. Seriously. Now, what, what, what was the review? It was something very cool. Oh, uh, on the MTV.com? Yeah, what the, was that? It said, um, they said, Handsome Dick Manitoba introduced us with his gruff voice. And then it said, um, <laughs> the choke is an energetic amalgam of 70s punk. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it said, uh, and they it closed... It did not the like the band before us. Oh, yeah. It said, the, it said the band before us they didn't like, but they liked us. <laughs> but, but I think they liked us a lot because they didn't say anything bad about us. So that was good. And, and, <laughs> but the best thing was when the, the Spin magazine, they put a nice big picture of Cameron next to the Beastie Boys. And she looked really wonderful in that photo. And then... And then behind it, you could kind of see me, but not really. <laughs> I'm the drummer. You can never see me in those photos. I see your picture, but you never show your face. And you know I showed a creature. you know you know the reviews from people afterwards and what they remembered were the beastie boys and the choke 
so oh, wow. yeah. yeah really those are the two awesome. bands that they're in, and, and the big godzilla head oh and that not uh what's nelly <laughs> mckay or whatever i talked to her for a second there, right? oh nelly, oh, nelly McKay. <laughs> yeah, right. give me shelter was a uh uh an, an event that was started as a way to have pull media groups together in order to raise money for all the shelters and uh i'm gonna be you know like social spokesperson uh basically there's the shelters around new york city get mad props because like people are putting their own money into making sure dogs that are dropped off by their owners and abandoned like make giving them you know they're just pulling out of their own paycheck so yeah adopt and we played diamond dogs. yeah <laughs> who, was that, who was that bloke on guitar <laughs> no yeah tony uh, wore a mask i don't know He's, he's That's right. Keyboard player yeah. for Sex Pistols. He's right. Like, <laughs> Seriously, no, he did oh, play. Yeah, he yeah, played keyboards. keyboards for the keyboards, Sex Pistols. I didn't really. Oh yeah. Pistols had keyboards. I didn't either. Well, for that one song, <laughs> we have a set list. Wait, wait, wait. Don't recall that. Here's the thing. This is a on silver machine. Right. On he played for a silver machine. Yeah, yeah. So, whose idea was it? Who puts the shows together? Because your shows are not only just bands, but you have some really good acts. I mean, there's always burlesque, or most of the time there's like burlesque or some kind of like little weird going on. But it's entertaining, (laughs) I mean. Whose idea? Do you put the shows together? Well, um, you know, I mean, we actually play a lot of. I mean, we've been around for a while now, so we've played a lot of kind of more kind of typical New York club shows with just bands on the bill. Um, but, uh, you know, in the shows that we've headlined, and we, we, we started headlining early on. Just party shows we like to do. Yeah, we, we, we just had an idea to put together shows that were kind of special. It was, was it that originally Tony's idea? Or was uh, it more... Tony, we, 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 we had been around, for, we come back from England, and we had been around a little bit, and we were starting to get a little bit oh, yeah. bigger, I guess, and we decided we should do a residency. Right. Tony said, do a residency where you play like every night. He wanted us to play like every night in a row for like, for, like oh, two weeks. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, residency. Yeah. So Tony, but Tony's insane. Just like he wants to put out, you know, 15 videos. You know? <laughs> he wanted us to play for like a month straight. Like that would work in New York. You know, I, I still think he thinks it's 1974. So, uh, so um, you know, we went to this place, the Slipper Room, which we used to go see. Where they have like burlesque acts, like she was saying, and. They had some other stuff. We were like, we're not going to just have another band on the bill. If we're going to do a residency, why don't we do something special and different? So we didn't have any other bands on the bill. It was just us. And we had like an acrobat and a fire twirler. and Burlesque uh, girls. Burlesque girls. And, and Alex fun. the acrobat. The Russian, <laughs> right, right, the Russian guy. The Russian he guy, like, he doesn't he speak like, any English. He like whipped <laughs> like, like candles out with like a hand whip thing. Just, it, was, it was awesome. He I just mean, shows up with like a suitcase and you go. Nunchucks. You and know? you go yeah. like, uh, it's going to be like an hour. He goes, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we just thought that like. But it's old New York. It's that, it's that old, there used to be a thing. In, there used to be a thing called New York City. It's, it's I don't the know. The nice if you thing live is now, we were so. able to incorporate people that Johnny <laughs> Knuckles and Hot Death. I mean, I've learned so much from hanging out with these guys. Like uh, on what is there's other people the besides rear. band people. Yeah, and like basic, but they used to go see Lady Starlight DJ all the time. They used to go to Anna Copacabana's show. So like before the choke. So then when we would start to do these parties, they would be like, let's bring Lady Starlight. Let's bring Anna. Let's like, let's bring Ruby Valentine. Like people that are outstanding in in New York underground scene that maybe aren't necessarily affiliated with music. And let's like make that happen Mm -hmm. so that our music is the event but their DJing is the event. Their burlesque is the event. Bring you know? the crowds together. And bring the crowds together. It kind of makes it more interesting for the audience to see a show where instead of just like four bands playing right in a row like they usually see, they're seeing a variety of stuff. They're seeing some music, some burlesque, some fire twirling, some, uh, you know... Performance uh, art we've done. Death by guillotine action or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, like Victoria, you witnessed um, our friend... Uh, we have this... Uh, the players, the Chloe, yeah, 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 the, yeah, the, yeah, fake, yeah. the fake blood consortium. What's oh my God, the baby! Last year on uh, the day before Valentine's, you always have mm-hmm. this like, what is it called? The it's not. We called it like we called it like the Lonely Hearts Cotillion or the Bleeding Hearts Ball. <laughs> last year was the like funniest it. thing. So you sang. What was the song you sang? Um, last 
year? Murder. Murder, yeah. Oh. So, there's... Oh, right. That was yeah. good. We, oh, this is... <laughs> Sounds like a lovely love song. Yeah, so at the... Victoria explained. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Victoria. So, um, at the, at the... So, the song's about murder, right? At the end of the song, this guy was supposed to... It was all set up, apparently. He was supposed to go up and, like, kill her or, like, beat her up, right? But some guy thought it wasn't staged, and he wanted to, like... Because it looked real, so, like... Yeah, when he, all of a sudden, basically, a, a, a not well thought out plan by me, which was like originally we were gonna have a couple girls beat me up, and then they didn't want to do it. So we has I asked this guy, but he happens to be very, a very good actor, and he starts wailing on me, and I look in the crowd and I see like fifteen of my dude friends all of a sudden go. Get off camera! <laughs> and they start pulling him away, like they're gonna beat him up. And my this big was Knuckles friend. My big, my big question to the audience is: Do you really think that our band would still be playing? Like the band was still playing. Yeah, like, yeah, I gotta tell you. No, and I get beat up. No, I get beat up. We will stop. That's I'll, like. I will keep playing. <laughs> So uh, we had that moment caught on uh, tape. You can look on YouTube and you can see that it uh it, it looks choke murder. Yeah. It looks real. Well, it was Bruder film. <laughs> we, had, we had a bad idea. It was, the idea was the idea was awesome, but it was terrible in execution, but awesome in hindsight. Yes. Like. Every we have been in these shows like you know ideas. we wanted to uh, we wanted to incorporate the weird acts into our show so like one time we had like the girl hoop girl like like do the hula hoop while Johnny kept playing <laughs> so like you know it was like the act was playing with no, us no that worked that well. one this one we're like well why don't we like blur the line between like what's real and what's the show and make the audience part of it you know right and they did. They like, did. They cried. Some of them thought it was hilarious. No, oh, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, like was... you know, anyone who I, I get to you, anyone who saw that show remembers that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you gotta get on YouTube. Here, yeah, it was. That's on, right. Like, just go to just show. go to the choke YouTube murder at the arcade or whatever, and you can see this guy attack Cameron. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Actually, I think you yeah, Don, it's at Don Pedro's, which will give a big healthy, um, yeah, big fat. Which we just shot a video. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can't say that the choke hasn't been keeping themselves busy. And when we come back from break, you'll find out even how much more busier their lives are about to become. We'll be right back. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the city will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? 
Talk about talk about this video. With Victoria in it. Yes. Behaviorist. Yes, yes fighting. Behaviorist Victoria Wells. Yes. So no, they uh, filmed a video this week. Um, now apparently there was somebody very uh, well known who was the director of this video. That would be uh, <laughs> that would be John Henry Davis, who was a director, a New York director, and uh, off Broadway. Um, he's done a lot of whatever, theater, and he's done some TV and film, and um, we got him to direct, uh, he's done some stuff for HBO, we got him to, to direct our video, um, so that was exciting, and we also have a couple videos coming out soon that are directed by Tony, Tony Barber, but, um, and we're all excited, we're excited about all of them, but this video shoot was uh, really funny, because it was just, it was just last, um, Monday at Don Pedro's, and there's such a great bar. Everyone should go there to drink heavily. And, uh, and tell them the choke said so. Yeah, and tip and, the fucking people. And, and me. The, the, uh, the owner is so generous and so wonderful to let, it, let us use his space all night long, and um, it was a very dramatic video um, with a, a, a wedding scene and uh, tons of extras and mm, craziness. Lesbians, and <laughs> lesbians, yeah. lesbians yeah. kissing. The director loved the lesbians. He it said, was, more lesbians. Lesbians on ones. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty much a video of, of lesbians between the choke. And it's, it's kind of amazing because this video, all three videos have been done by people that have an idea, uh, a little bit of means to grab some cameras and some people, and then they do it. And, you know, the idea is like, let's, it doesn't have to be this like, you know, million dollar budget to like make it visual again. Mm -hmm. So it's very cool. And they, everybody, you know, it's, we, I, I'm just always overwhelmed by people's generosity. It's amazing. Us. We found this, we found this camera uh, man Who's a who's really talented? His name's Eric Heron, and he's um he's just a, a New Yorker, born and raised in, in New York, Brooklyn, actually. Williamsburg. And uh, Williamsburg, and he's cool just, as hell. Just a great guy, really young, really cool, and um he's been helping us on all the videos, and uh, he's he's just been a, a godsend. It's amazing that um, there's people out there like like that that are just willing to um contribute and um. Make things make things happen and, and help us with what we're doing. That's what's punk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just say that word like you know. That's but, you guys bring up an interesting point. I mean, how how important is it to have I guess a, a support behind you? You know, it's, it's as you say, Johnny, the um, you know the, the stage person, the the uh, theatrical person. I mean, how how important is it to you guys to have that support, knowing that they're there? Do you mean the support of the uh, just different different people helping us out? And yeah. Different. How important? Well, it, it's it's. I mean, it's very important. Whether you're talking about people that have been helping us with videos, or our producer, or um, people that come to the show, people, that, everyone that comes to the shows. Obviously, you know, Eric's right. Yeah. It would look I mean, really empty in there if no one showed up. <laughs> yeah, thank. We got. We have to thank the fans for showing up. I mean, that's that's. And most of these people that are helping us are usually somewhat fans. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not all the extras, I guess, in the they video, get, but they, they are now. They get excited. <laughs> you know, love our fans. And we have people like, um, we've been making um, some, uh, we've been traveling to Detroit a lot this year, we went, and uh, and again, it's like, and along the way, you know, we stop off and we've been playing cities. Uh, Columbus. Columbus, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Akron, not a lot of yeah. people go there, Toledo. Uh, yeah, yeah, wedding yeah. bands are big, um, and uh, all but, over the heartland over right there. Yeah, but and Detroit especially though, and you know we found that there are people there that do the same thing. You know they're like, you know, Phil's been great to us in supporting us and giving us props and getting us shows out there at the Magic Stick. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Phil in Detroit, our good buddy, he's he's fantastic, and that that's right. There's just people in other cities who are so helpful, and people in England when we went over there were really helpful, just and like let us sleep on let us floor. crash on their floors, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know gave us whiskey. <laughs> our, our good friend Christian Brett, who designed this uh, this the cover for our first single, Christian was totally amazing, and he let us crash on his floor in, near Manchester, and. Um, we, he gave us a lot of whiskey. That was the best part. <laughs> I had a lot of fun in Scotland with the, with the grease monkeys. Oh, I got to say. 
Postman yeah. Jam, yeah. Yeah. Postman Jam likes to oh, smoke yeah. cigarettes. They like to hang out with people that work for the Royal Mail. <laughs> Glasgow was the best. That was amazing. Oh, those kids, those people, you can't understand did anything. You, did you tell, does Cameron know about the connection between you and your sister and the... Oh, yeah. Well, Cameron, you said that the first bar that you worked at was the place where my sister had her, um, what the heck do you call that? You know, before you get married, the rehearsal dinner. Oh, wow. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, uh, so, so, yeah, so I was uh, 19 and I moved to, uh, Evanston. Yeah. To, like. Huh? Yeah, yeah, north of Chicago. Like, that was my big move before I moved to New York. And, uh, yeah, I worked at this bar. You should have seen when I went out there to my sister's uh, wedding. You didn't stick out at all, right? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, you won. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. like when I met one of my sisters for the first time. Uh, she said to me, what are you trying to do here? I don't get it. Like, with my look. I'm like, oh. I don't know. What? <laughs> So, <laughs> she was asking girls to go rally skating. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like to talk about um, amp, amp. Hey, yes. look. Yeah, what are you guys gonna put the amp together? We wanna play. <laughs> we've got. Uh, we've yeah, got, it's true. Here's the. All right. The, so the latest uh, venture is a um, uh, a saucy uh, collaboration of. Uh, uh, pinups. We're going to be doing uh, a, a book with guys and gals with their dogs and uh, their instruments. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and their butt sticking out. <laughs> yeah. No. Playing their instruments. <laughs> Amp is artists, music, performance. Performance. And uh, I mean, sorry, animals, animals music, music, performance. performance. And it's just another another great way to uh, raise awareness for making money for the dogs. That's right. So everything that we raise is going to go to uh, the animal causes in New York City. But we're getting our friends together. Going to take some saucy pictures. And uh, <laughs> we got. I've already got like. I've already got. Uh, Actually, cheeky is what I heard. Cheeky, yeah, a little bit of cheek showing. Will baby be in it? Will baby be in them? Of course. Baby will be in it. Yep. And we got. Uh, I think you should put her in a bikini. To oh. Andrea, Aunt Tony, and Andrea don't know that they're going to be also in bikinis. <laughs> uh, you guys are going to be in with bikinis as well. And uh, uh, Knuckles, you know what I was thinking? Um, maybe you want to talk about when we're putting our record out. I thought I'd let Johnny do that. Oh, <laughs> we're putting our record out soon. Um, we yeah. just uh, we're, we're we're getting these videos out Spring there. Time. That's step number one. Uh, getting these videos out there, and uh, that's going to help promote our record. And then uh, springtime, which it's coming very soon, and we're going to follow it up with some dates in um, L.A. and uh, of course some dates in New York, and like probably some more regional life. stuff. <laughs> do you have a website? Yeah. Yeah, go to www.the-choke.com and uh, you can see all sorts of wonderful pictures of us and you can see all sorts of nice little press things about us and um, links to people we love and, you know, um, like ourselves. <laughs> no, um, We're going to probably hook up with this band in L.A. called The Images that Tony's also producing. Uh, formerly Easy Image. Easy. Oh, oh, they changed the name? Oh, now they're yeah, yeah, The Images. All right. And so, is, is your album actually out in stores now, or it's going to be out? In no, no, no. We're still waiting to release it, and um, we're going to be. I guess it'll be released digitally. This is going to happen in a in a in a in a month or so, and um, and we're going to have a lot of the videos are coming out first. It's a way to um, we're promoting it in advance with the videos, and then the record will come out. So and where, where can you see the videos? Now? Well, the videos are going to be all over the place. They're going to be online. They're going to be on YouTube. They're going to be on. Vimeo, uh, our MySpace page, which is myspace.com slash thechokenyc, our website, the-choke.com, and all over in other places throughout the net and all that. Uh, um, next show is... is yeah, it? where's your next show? March, March 9th at uh, Don Pedro's, which is a Monday. We're playing with a wonderful band from Puerto Rico called uh, Davila666. They're on In the Red, which is a great record label. And, and the Beats are playing that also, which are been. Yeah, another right. And Brownbird uh, Rudy Relic supposedly. Who's Brownbird also awesome. Rudy Relic and the Beats. That's going to be a great show, and that's 
Monday, March 9th at Don Pedro's, which is a, a club we've been plugging furiously today. Because yes, 90 Manhattan know. Avenue there in lovely Bushwick. That's right. Mm -hmm. Go in there and say hi to Med, the owner. He's really nice. Yes. I want to feed you. Well, I have to say something. If my word means anything, this is my favorite band, and you better go see them. And, and you should listen to Victoria. Really well, Seriously. I... <laughs> And if your dog needs behavioral <laughs> modification, you better call Victoria. Well, no, please don't call me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Listen, you, yeah, when's your TV show coming? Oh, I'm not sure, but I'm on Dogs 101 right now, so better watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you every hell of a time. My roommate loves that. <laughs> We're the choke, and we want you to... Talk, talk, talk to, to me. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the city will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? to me I misconstrue 